this episode of Confessions as a cast member is brought to you by Bethany Walker Designs. This business was started by the lovely Bethany, who is from Essex in England. She started her business this year due to working from home and having the chance to try her hand at something new. She wants to create something unique and she certainly did. Bethany sells custom plant pots, Disney inspired of course, as well as stickers, containers, cartoon illustrations and pins, and much more. This description can't even do this girl justice. Our favourite is her castle painted plant pots. So go and check out Bethany's page on Instagram at Bethany Walker Design and use our code DisneyPodcast for 10% off. That's code DisneyPodcast for 10% off. Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be talking with Gemma Harris, who sprinkled her fixie dust in Disney's Animal Kingdom and Epcot. Hi, Gemma. Hi. Hi, Bradley. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. You've, you've just, I mean, we're, we're not going to spend too long talking about anything but Disney, but you've just recovered from coronavirus, so... Um, I have. I'm so yeah. I'm so I'm so glad you're getting healthier and that you're safe and well. So um, thank you so much for coming on this today and uh, being a trooper. But let's talk about some pleasure. Disney. Sounds good. Let's do it. So you've done two programs, Gemma, before both in the college program. What was your um, inspiration for applying for the first one? Yeah. So um, funny story. So it must have been about. I've been going to the park since I was about three. Um, so from a really young age, absolutely love going there. Um, I used to cry when I used to come home oh, after no. being there on holiday because I just wanted to stay there forever. And I remember saying to my dad when I was little, I was like, I just want to be able just to live at Disney and not have to get the plane home afterwards. Oh. Um, and I was just, I, I absolutely loved it. I just lived, breathed it. I'd read my books about it I'd yeah. look up videos online I absolutely loved it and um, I think it's about when I was 11 years old um, and we were staying at Port Orleans French, uh, French Quarter oh, amazing. and we were in the food court and uh, there was a lady who worked in the food court and obviously she had the name tag on and the name tag had the UK written on it so I was like oh like, me, me and my dad went and inquired I must have only been 11 years old and she's like, yeah there's this website you know me jobs it's like an agency so you apply there and then you have an interview with Disney and then hopefully you end up coming to work here for a few months like while you're waiting for your um your summer break at uni so I waited years and years and years to be able to apply um, and then I put my application in expecting like because I'd seen how competitive it was online yeah. to get a place on this program so so I put it in expecting nothing to come of it um, and then yeah I managed to, to get it on first time which was uh, amazing it so is... yeah I've, I've been wanting to do it for years so it's something I th- I, there's been a real mix of people on this podcast so far that are either it was a very like off the cuff decision or you've waited so long for it. So I imagine the moment that you ended up finding out that you were going to be going on the program was life-changing really. Have you waited this long for it? Yeah, definitely. I think I, um, so you have the, the group interview and then you have the, um, the interview in Disney. And I just, I just, you go into the room with, uh, with everyone in your group interview and you, you know what you're up against. And I thought there's no chance, like little old me from, from up north, no way am I going to be able to go and work over for Disney. And all these people are so amazing as well. So in the interview, I, I was like, I, it's not going to happen. It's not going to be me. And I think I ended up crying after I found out that I got through from the first round. I sat, at, sat in my flat at uni, like in tears, like, oh my God, I got through to the final oh. round. So, um, and then, yeah, I think it's, it's quite an anticlimactic, like, 
um, moment when I realised that I got the job, I think all my family were out and I was sat there on my own living room and people on the Facebook group just constantly posting like, oh, I've got through, I'm doing this, this, this on this yeah. start date. And I was like, oh, God, I've not, I've not had my email, like strolling, refreshing the emails constantly. Uh, and then eventually it came through and oh my goodness, like I cracked open the champagne that evening <laughs> to celebrate. Like it was just so And, and down to the whole thing yourself, you right? Like a whole bottle of champagne. I, oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then more. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I want to, like the positions that you told me that you worked in just before we went on to this recording, I'm so envious of where you worked on both programmes. So please tell us as much as you're able to tell us um, about about these positions because they are both um, very, very rare, in my opinion, very rare positions for a college <laughs> programme person to have. Like I, I, I wouldn't expect that these positions would be available. So I'm going to stop talking. First programme, where were you, Gemma? <laughs> Yes, so first programme, I worked theatre operations at Festival of the Lion King. Um, and it's weird because when I got well I know and it's amazing I was was so lucky on reflection but weirdly I've never actually seen the show before until my program despite me doing like every yeah every other year since I was about two or three I I hadn't I've never been to see it um so I I got the um I got the sheet of paper saying that I was theatre operations at um at Animal Kingdom and I was like oh what could that be like um, and then someone was like, oh, it could be tough to be a bug or it could be Lion King. And I was like, oh, proper disappointed because I don't know why. I went into it thinking, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get um, like Great Movie Ride or yeah. Hour of Terror. Like you did, that's what you think when you think of like attractions, of operations. Course, yeah. um, so I was a bit, I was low-key a little bit disappointed. Um, and some of my friends are they still rip me for that to this day. Like, <laughs> like you just so, you seem so disappointed at first. Um, and I, so obviously I went into went into training and I was like oh my gosh it's actually amazing this show is really really cool yeah and, um, and also and one, just, like it's probably, probably the most popular show on Disney property I'd say like I oh, think yeah no it is I think it, I'm pretty sure yeah um I'm pretty sure it's number one apart from maybe like fantastic I don't know we yeah. we say it's number one anyway yeah, so, we'll, yeah. we'll go with number one <laughs> um, but, <laughs> we'll go with that but yeah no it's um so oh the best because like, you just have a little work family and day in day out you get to watch the show even though we're told we're not supposed to watch the show you're supposed to do the job but we watch yeah, the show yeah. so yeah it was just and you never get bored of it I, I was still like every time there's still a little announcement went off and the show began I was there waiting for my favorite tracks to come on like absolutely <laughs> loving it and um, such good fun and um yeah like the rotations as well that you do there's so much variation obviously you get to meet the cast and yeah. uh, we had a really nice photo done after we'd um, after we finished our program I got a really cute picture with all the cast and remember the, the last shift I did I was in tears I just missed it so much it's just uh, such a, a great like community feel within the within the theatre definitely I think I mean I work my my job before Covid was in um like front of house at a theatre so I I fully appreciate like how community-based that job is anyway and I can't like with the Disney magic in infused mm-hmm. in that I can't imagine it, I can imagine it was even more so and um, what was the rotation like so what sort of roles would you do at Festival of the Lion King? 
Yeah, so we had, um, obviously there was the actual in theatre roles. Um, we had to move up and down the stairs at certain points in the show to like block people. And um, there was like photo cells. You had to count the number of people going in. Um, they had um, main usher, which is one of the, the like, most challenging roles in the theatre, which was um, basically making sure that there was enough people in the theatre in different areas within the theatre for when the, the lights go down and the show starts. You have to make sure that people were going to the right areas. And there's different doors as well within the theatre so like the back door for giraffe section and there's the other door which shows into like warthog and um the lion section it's very it's actually really complicated like i, I was there like, in training like oh my goodness i never felt so thick in my life like it's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot to think about like i've never felt like, more like a dumb blonde before like my goodness like it's complicated but no it was um so once you got your head around that um, and I hadn't seen the show before, so I was learning a lot whilst also learning the show. Um, but you'd learn the times to go up and down the stairs. And oh, one of my favourite ones as well. Well, I say favourite, but it's also really scary. Um, so if you were the elephant rotation, meant that you got to do the hand jive at the start of the show. Okay. Um, so you had to teach everyone the hand jive. Um, and I remember, like, I think it was must have been like my first week out of training and I had some of my friends in the in the front row in the audience we got them really good seats and they were sat there they were watching me and I pulled the elephant rotation so I was going to be the one oh that God. did the hand jive <laughs> and I thought you know what they're in the audience I'm going to go all out so I grabbed a little kid from the audience she's really cute and I got her to do the hand jive with me and everyone was streaming and cheering I was like oh, oh my, my goodness God. this is so good like oh I love my job it's uh and it's just it's, there's a lot of variation but it's just so much fun so it's, so much fun it sounds like a very interactive role for the college program because obviously a lot of roles are um like are I don't want to say I, I, no role at Disney is just sta a standard role because they all have elements that that allow you to bring magic but I mean for someone who might be quite like an introvert not I don't, I don't know have you got quite a performer background are, are you a, are you a performer not at all. No, I've got a master's in economics degree. Oh, wow. <laughs> the complete opposite. Like, I'm just like... not, I, I do, I, I didn't like public speaking before. I did like a presentation back in school to like Bank of England, I think it was. That was like the lyrics I'd come right. to it. Um, I, I did a little bit of acting at, when I was in like primary school. I think I was Alice and Alice in Wonderland years ago. Wow. That was it really. I didn't really have a performing background. Um, I didn't mind public speaking, but it's obviously very, it, the theatre I don't even know how I can't remember how many people I think it's like 3,000 I want to say people that can sit in that theatre at any one point in time That's so nice. um, there's a lot there's a lot of people a lot of eyes watching you um, and you have to project your voice obviously I, I hadn't really had any experience doing it but I was I was okay I think the adrenaline mixed with the fact that I knew like my, my mates are watching me I was like yeah. you know what I'm just gonna go for this that just spurs you on doesn't it? 100% and that that leads me into um your next role so I mean if that wasn't amazing enough that you got to work on one of those popular attractions in let alone just Animal Kingdom the entire the entire of um, Disney World when it came to your second program I'm I'm going to give you the the chance to announce this because people are going to be like what this girl did what so <laughs> yeah your second program what happened yeah, so I, uh, yeah, obviously enjoyed it that much first time around. I was like, I've got to do this again. I can't sit at home for another week, another summer. I'm going to go back to Disney. I applied and yeah, I got character attendance, which Crazy. I was obviously very, very happy to get. It's one of those roles that, um, I mean, 
from from when I from when I was applying and they had the Facebook groups and everyone was like oh what have you applied for and like nine times out of ten people would say yeah I've applied to be a character attendant and I was the same I was like that's an amazing job like who wouldn't want to be around the characters all day like getting to hang out with Mickey Mouse and yeah it was yeah it, I was so happy when I got when I got the job um and I had I cannot believe it when you get the little the letter through from Disney saying where you um what, what your role is going to be I could not believe it I think I burst into tears and again on the phone to like my parents I was like, oh, yeah I've got the role that I really want because I wanted it in first year as well and um I think a lot of the time they only give it to the alumni right. um so and obviously it was my it's my second program that I was going into so I don't know if that had something to do with it I think there's about four spots Right. Um, and like 200 300 people that that actually get onto the program that year and um, when I was one of the four so yeah very lucky that's crazy and what so what was the rotation with that Do, were you in one park with one set of characters like how did that work with being a character attendant mm-hmm. yeah so I was expecting it to be very rigid but actually you get a lot of flexibility so I was so you get your home park so I was in Epcot for my home park um, and then you can go anywhere within Epcot. It's like part of your, I guess, your um, when your when your rotation drops, your shift schedule drops for that week. And right. um, then you get anywhere in Epcot. So I could be um, so one day I could have been in uh, character spot, and then the next day I could have been in um, in World Showcase over in Mexico with Donald's. Could be in France. I was in I was in the UK a lot actually. And oh, people, I love it. I was in the UK with Alice. Yeah, people come up to me and they'd be like, "Are you actually from the UK though, or is that just something that Disney like, Disney makes them pretend that you're from the UK?" I was like, "No, I am from the UK." Like weird but yeah you could be anywhere and then I also picked up a few shifts over in Magic Kingdom as well so I ended up working at Fairytale Hall not gonna lie just did it for the outfit because I really wanted to get some pictures amazing <laughs> did it for amazing. the outfit in the little in my roles and I also um worked at the dining shift um over at Crystal Palace as well which was an, an experience I think I actually found I found that um obviously I think going into the program I was like oh I really want to get Magic Kingdom really really want it but it's a very di- different atmosphere working at Magic Kingdom compared to some of the other parks like Epcot the photo pass were just lovely the loveliest people to work with and um, other attendants as well that you'd work with on shift at some of the um, locations like inside out when you were meeting with Joy and Sadness there was two attendants there and everyone was lovely but the, there's a very different vibe actually at Magic Kingdom it was, it was very high intensity but um yeah like it was I guess it's I guess it's in the eyes of a tourist it's the Disney park isn't it like Magic Kingdom so I guess the pressure as on a whole is ramped up a little bit but it's nice that you didn't just get landlocked in one place because I think as I mean I'm I love working in the UK pavilion I go back in a heartbeat because obviously I just I, I only did the CRP um but it's really nice that you got to you got the opportunity to move around and like you said even those things just going to do it for the costume like at the end of the day if you if you know if you've got the skills and you know the role that is the beauty of being on the college program that you can move mm-hmm. about with a lot of flexibility so oh I'm very yeah. very envious do you have a favorite um Gemma out of the two out of working and and Lion King or yeah. characters mm-hmm. I'd have to say Lion King personally which I'm I feel like people are quite surprised by that but um so from my experience what I really enjoyed most was coming to work knowing that I had a group of friends around me who I knew I'd worked with them before we worked well together and there was a bit of a, a, I guess a family feel within 
Lion King, whereas when you're a character attendant, obviously amazing getting to work with the characters all day, um, but you'd get different characters each week, each day, obviously you'd be in various locations throughout Epcot, you'd work with different PhotoPass people. It took a lot longer to build those relationships right. with people to the point where, you know, you could sort of build a rapport with them. So um, I guess it, I missed out a little bit on that on that work camaraderie just because you don't see people that often. Of um, often enough for you to, to become like, I guess, work friends yeah. um, for lack of a better term with them, which is which is a shame really, because um, obviously they get amazing photos of the characters. So much fun, like love working with them, but also it's really, really, really stressful. Oh my like, God. A lot, a lot more stressful. Like you're in charge of that person and that character, should I say, you're in charge of their like welfare yeah and people are people are mean <laughs> and also if there's i think it's the biggest responsibility when it comes to making magic as well that you like people the expectation of a ride is like okay we know it's going to go around if it breaks down it's going to come back up but this person might meet cinderella once like one time in their life like this you know how much that moment that that person could be waiting for forever so it's I think the pressure is on for you at that point to make sure that moment is as magical as can be so interesting interesting but I mean two amazing roles I'm so glad that you got to to do both of them and I like I can't imagine how incredible both must have been um to move on to housing RIP Disney housing um saddest times but um, where were you based and how did you find living in America on a whole yeah, so I was chatting both times, chatting through and through. Nice. So much fun. I was in eight. I was in eight-person apartments both times, um, which I thought going into it would be like, hellish, but it was yeah. like, so much fun. Like we had such a good time, um, and uh, I'm friends with people that I live with still to this day. Like we still speak most days. Like you just, um, I guess it's a very different bond. Like obviously when you're having to share a room with someone as well, yeah. my goodness, like you just, it's a very intense environment. Imagine it's like Love Island, but even more um, honed in on, you know? So yeah, no, it was really, it was really good fun. Like absolutely loved living in housing. I loved um, just the opportunity for you to, obviously on your day off, go and sit by the pool or go yeah. to the parks and, um, I think I was sat by the pool one morning and I was going into work that afternoon. I was like, gosh, this is actually my life. Like, yeah, just chilling by the pool on my days off. Like, when, it's such when, a weird... When you're in everyday life as well, you you think, what am I, what can I do on my day off? Like, pop to the shops? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't what... I want to yeah. go to... I want to go ride Space Mountain. <laughs> like, I want to go to Disney Springs and have exactly. like, a glass of wine. Like, it ruins you. It does. The expectation of life just changes forever, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, definitely but um yeah I I, want to keep talking about this but we're running out of time so I need to I need to I need to um not your fault my fault because I could talk forever about this um so do you you have a memorable guest experience that you can talk about Gemma yes I've got a couple um so first the first one so it was from 2016 so my first program at Lion King um and after the show um, they can select certain families from I guess, the front row seats, um, the called the IGs, the invited guests. They can go out and do like a meet and greet with uh, with the actual theatre performers. Amazing. And one one day we we had a family and we picked them out. And it turns out um, one of the one of the guys in the family's relatives had been um, he'd been killed in the uh, in the 
the shooting um i can't remember the name of the, the nightclub in yes that was it he's in yeah he was uh, yeah one of the victims from the pool shooting wow. um, just horrible um, so we, and so he was just so happy to be back in, back in the magic. So we thought, what can we do to make this guy's day even better? And we got him this meet and greet with the, show, with the, the cast of the show. Oh. And he was so grateful. And it, it just, it's just so nice to know that you can do this. And this is my, this is my job. I'm making yeah. magic for people. Literally. Like as, as cheesy as it is, that was so nice. And then yeah. um, the other one, I was so was a character attendant. I was over at Morocco uh, with Princess Jasmine and uh, we had a guy come in they just came in like first thing and he's like guys I'm looking to propose to my girlfriend and we were like oh my goodness so we facilitated this whole engagement she came in she knew nothing like, we were all in on it we had the photo pass in on no it way. everyone was like we we're all like watching like oh here we go this is it like like little goggle box like oh don't yeah. yeah no <laughs> so good like oh it's so nice to see that like and to be part of that facilitating stuff like that on a day-to-day basis like amazing such like unforgettable <laughs> yeah I'm guessing she said yes as well uh yeah she did yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. <laughs> that would have been unforgettable oh, very unforgettable yeah my goodness <laughs> um I know that it's going to be hard to pick but you must have a highlight of your program on, on, on one of the programs there must be something that sticks out um I'm as cheesy as it is I think on a whole I mean it's, the, the program was amazing so many unforgettable moments throughout but I think for me it wouldn't even matter what I'd done as long as I had the friends, as cheesy as it is, the friends there. Like I, I actually live with two of my friends on the programme. We all have a flat together in London. Like Amazing. I've made, yeah, made really solid friendships. And um, I think obviously experiences are experiences, but without the people, that's what makes the experiences. And totally you just meet agree. such a diverse group of people from, annoyingly, from all over the UK, which makes travelling yeah. to see people really expensive, but <laughs> yeah. worth it nonetheless. Definitely. I, I I completely agree with you. And I I'm closest with my I mean, obviously I've got my I've got I've got other friends as well, but you share a bond with your Disney friends like no other because that experience you go through, the way I always put it, and I've probably said this on every podcast so far, is it's like Big Brother, like living in Big Brother, that you um you live with each other, you work with each other. Obviously with the CRP, it's slightly different because you do work in the same place, but you're all working for the same company, you're all living together, you socialize together, you play together, you go through your bad times together like you are in a like you're not just in a Disney bubble, you're in your own personal bubble as well. But mm-hmm. it is the people that you that you are with on your program that makes it as special as it is. Fully. Definitely. Um, and finally, Gemma, hardest question ever, I know. I Everyone keeps saying, what would you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking this question because I don't know. Um, but if you could go to Disney right now this second, what would you do? Trader Sam's, 100%. Yeah? I go Trader Sam's, I get myself a nice hippopotami tie and then oh, I'd hit nice. Magic Kingdom. And I go and ride the people mover and just absorb it all in because it's been so long now. I just, just, oh, there's just something, I don't know. The people mover, uneventful, some might say, but my goodness, the the nostalgia that I've got on that. Like, oh, I, I go back in a heartbeat. 100%, 100%. (laughs) Well, I I hope you get back there sooner rather than later, Gemma. I really do. But but I just want to say a massive thank you for coming on the show today and sharing your Disney journey with me and with everyone that's listening. And one huge thank you to Gemma Harris, everyone. Woo!
um, and that has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast number everyone thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe and listen to all the other episodes and keep spreading the magic thank you for listening once again and one more thank you to Gemma and that is all for now bye for now everyone bye